Hey, what's up, everybody? It's your girl, Lauren Reed, right here from my home, um, quarantining uh, because of the Rona. And this is the Lauren Reed Live show, the uh, quarantine edition. And I got my boy, Jay the Gentleman, here with me. Jay, what's up? Good, man. Good. Just maintaining. Good, good, good. And um, last week, me and Jay decided just to jump on Zoom and chop it up with each other. And we decided that we wanted to bring Lauren Reed Live back, but in a different way. And we decided that we wanted to have some really special guests on the show to talk about some very specific topics. And tonight we have Mr. Uncensored himself, Mr. Slat Rock the King. He is here in the building. Slat, what's up? Yeah. What up? What up? What's up, y'all? How y'all doing? We're man. doing good. We're doing good. Slap, you staying safe out there? I'm staying around the free. Um, I'm healthy. I'm alive. We to work every day. So it's good to see y'all. I'm glad y'all doing good as well. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, again, you guys, Slap is an essential worker out here. So we want to make sure we keep him prayed up and safe out there as he continues to work um, during his day job. So Stay safe, yo, out there. Don't don't risk your life with these people out here, yo. Take, take six take six feet. Tell these tell these people take six feet. <laughs> six feet, thank you. Take six 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 feet. All right, y'all. So as you know, we were talking about the Teddy Riley versus Babyface stuff. We know that day one was an absolute <laughs> disaster, um, <laughs> but the meme it was all worth it because the memes were yeah. everything. Yeah. Day, day two was even. They just, what'd you say? We have to circle back to the memes after we're done with the list. We'll have to circle back to the memes. Yes, we will circle yeah. back to the memes. Um, but day two, which was last night, was even better. We all came back. We were all still, well, Slap dressed up again. He dressed I up had again. To. I knew it was going to be epic. I had to. First, I had night, to. first night, Slap was red carpet ready. Mm. Red carpet mm. ready. Well done. Me last night, I was like, they're not going to get me again. Just, <laughs> just in case. They're not going to get me again. Um, however, sidebar, shout out to all the people who really got dressed up um, and was on their timelines dressed up. People are, we are amazing. I don't care what nobody say. I'm yeah. sorry. I know we have all races li listen to our show, but I love my people. There's, no oh, yeah. There's nothing like us. We take everything to the next level. Every time. Everything. Every time. Everything, everything. Is, everything is next level. So um, day two, they came out swinging. Teddy had jam after jam after jam. Right here by SWV. Make it last forever. Just got paid. I'll get you home by Foxy Brown. Peace of my love by guy. Woo. And then we had um, Uncle Face. Uncle Face had love brought you home last night. Soon as I get home by himself. That's another thing about Uncle Face. He had his own hits. Right. Yes, he did. Like, I think that's if you guys have been watching Versus, which is an amazing thing. Thank you to Swiss Beats and Timberland. Um, these artists and producers and writers that are like a one two punch because they're their own artists and also the producer and the writer. Yeah. They end up like winning all the time to me. True. Um, one of Jay and uh, Slap's favorite songs, Ready or Not by After Seven. For sure. Uh, <laughs> uh, Bobby Brown, Every Little Step I Take. Uh, Tevin <laughs> Campbell with the Stalker song, Can We Talk? <laughs> Damn. Blew my mind. 
man. When you get a second, look up the words. Uh, yes, Kevin, Kevin Campbell was on a little bit of a stalker. On, if you haven't watched you on Netflix, he was a little bit Joe-ish. Okay. He was Joe-ish. Um, we all get a little stalker sometimes. When, when we're done, we're going to look up the words. We might have to put up the words up here for, for, <laughs> for, the, uh, for the recap. Um, we talked about how Uncle Face had a story for every, like, almost like a every every song. He had a story. Every damn song, yo. I really love when they have a story behind the song. I love that. I think that's amazing. Or when they talk about, like, their experience in the studio with the person that they worked with. That was really dope. Um, yeah. As we know, Teddy Riley did the whole entire uh, Dangerous album for Michael Jackson. Um, See, I, I didn't know that neither, though. Really? I didn't know that. So, I don't think we got this song yet, but I, I didn't know he I didn't know he did that whole album. I, 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 didn't, I didn't know that at all. Now, knowing that, you'd be like, yeah, that makes sense. Like, yeah, you can hear it. I can hear it now. Like, yeah. Um, the sh Oh, we didn't even talk about this. I got to rewind real quick. Do y'all realize that Teddy Riley did the show by Dougie Fresh when he was he in was 11th like, grade? That's what... So I, I I didn't know he was I didn't know he was that young, but I know he did that. That's why he played it. I knew he did it, but I didn't know he was that young either. He was like between fifteen and seventeen doing that job. That's crazy. Because he, he was in New York. Before yeah, he was in New York. That was that was nuts. I can't believe he was like doing shit like that that young. That's absolutely crazy. Um, well, speaking of them being young, um. This song, I didn't notice either. Uncle Face had another story. He said, I wrote this song when I was in high school. I was in love with somebody. I was in high school. And I held on to it for a really long time until the right person came along for this song. Was and it he was talk, Huh? Was it I Made Love to You? No. It was I'm Ready by Tevin Campbell. Tevin Campbell. Wow. But... But the song was still timeless in its own time that it brought out. And he wrote that when he was in high school. Nice. Crazy. Babyface is 62 to be exact, actually. 62. So when he was in high school, he wrote something that Tevin Campbell brought out in the 90s. And I like, was, Tevin Campbell probably wasn't even born. or He probably was a baby. He wrote that 45 years ago. Yes. Wow. That's crazy. <laughs> And we still sing and we still sing it to this day. Nice. Um, uh Teddy had Heavy D, rest in peace to Heavy D. The City is Mine by Jay-Z. Uh, because Black Street was on the hook. We talked about that. Um we just talked about Karen White with Superwoman. That's where we kind of left off. That was yeah. a crazy song. Yeah. If you think if you think about the words in those songs, like he was really see that's what I that's the thing about music right now. I don't really think these people really writing. No, but they, they not because niggas ain't really listening. Like they just listening for a beat and one little catchy phrase with a dance. That's it. Niggas ain't you think niggas listening to words that, yo, well, that's why when the real old heads and the real music listeners, when that Karen White song came on, nigga, I was like this. Right. <laughs> oh. <laughs> No, because it's real words in, in, in these songs, man. We don't have that right now at all. That's a great point, yo. Because I was just talking to somebody the other day about Future. 
and how people love Future. And I'm like, but he don't never be saying nothing. You got to read it. Like, it. We, we, didn't, we didn't memorize shit by reading it. Like, we memorized it by hearing it. You got to go and read Future shit. Like, oh, shit, you said a jibber the jabber? <laughs> a pump of the feather? Oh, shit, all right. <laughs> what the fuck is you talking about, Future? Like, the other thing, too, oh, is this song, these were hits. So it wasn't like a B-side. It was like right. a number one single off their new album. Like, these were their hits. It wasn't hey. like a side track. Like, hits on top of hits. Because you'll 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 see you'll have an artist they'll have like B sides that you like more than the you know than the A sides. You're like, why wasn't this a single? But it's like it's not catchy or it's not a you know it's not gonna do on the charts. But like these these songs were like top ten, top five, number one. Like that's that's the difference. Hmm. So second round Thank came. Um, second round came in. Baby um, Babyface came in strong with Bobby Brown on our own. Ghostbuster two. Where uh, Bobby also made a cameo, slapped those all the words to the movie. What do you say again? He said, hey, 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 man, listen, can, can, can I get one of those proton packs for my little brother, man? He said, no, nah, man, this, this, thing ain't, this ain't no toy. All right. What? <laughs> <laughs> That's that shit, man. He had, one, he had one job. Yeah. One job, yo. He had one job. Well, real quick. And, real and if quick. I'm not mistaken, the song was playing in the background during it this. It was season. when they got out the car. Yeah. When they got out yeah. the car. Yeah. <laughs> yo, nobody could touch Bobby Brown. He was the hottest dude. Like yo, at that point, yeah, he was the hottest dude. <laughs> like that was crazy. So then he also played "When Can I See You Again." Acoustic live. Acoustic. Drum the guitar out. Unk went live, live. He went live on live. <laughs> like he was not playing. He wasn't playing with him. Yo, <laughs> oh, but listen, please remember, let's just keep this in mind what Teddy did a couple songs after this when uh Babyface pulled out that guitar. We'll, we'll talk about it though. If you no, no, what do you do? Go ahead. It's no order here. It's no order <laughs> here. That nigga pulled out his keyboard. You remember what pulled out the keyboard? It was like, oh. This nigga pull out the guitar. Next thing you know, Teddy. I'm like, oh, he just what is wrong, Teddy? But wait a minute, here's the thing though. Teddy think he's slick. He he uh he ended oh, the live. Yeah. He ended he the, the live up. He messed the live up to get the fucking keyboard. No, he didn't. Oh. Wait, when we didn't even talk about came back, the keyboard was right there. Yo, he was having some technical difficulties. And he got and he jumped off his live. He came back on live. He had a whole different setup. Yo, he's like, I'm gonna fuck his live up. Uh, wow. He said, Somebody pull the cord, pull the cord so it could uh, flip the switch. Oh. I don't want to pull this thing off. All of a sudden, it was like, dun, dun, dun. We was like, Oh, Teddy got his fucking keyboard out. He was not having it. He was not having it. He wasn't having it. Oh my God, that's funny. Um, yesterday was 420, as y'all know, or, or when y'all yeah. see this, 420 was this week. And right. Babyface came through with uh, Tony Braxton, you making me high. Everybody in the uh, the comments was like, you making me high yeah. on 420? Oh. 420. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> them all up. Yo, I was so excited though, because that's when 
Tony was really in her low regiment. She was yeah. like, mm, yeah. Mm, 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 <laughs> yeah, she was. You did have to look up the words to that song. You did. You oh, you, yeah, you did. You did. You did. You wasn't really sure. You wasn't she sure. She talked, but she didn't move. Like, she didn't move her lips. Like, her teeth. She like, but we were just like, fuck it. She's in a video. She looks good. Like, we're not looking at her. She's like, fuck it. This just sounds good. She was the future back then. She was, right. she was our future back then. You know what I mean? Little rappers. She definitely was. So, yeah. <laughs> oh God, she said she was our future back then. She was our mumble rapper back then. She definitely uh, was. Teddy had in the closet with by Michael Jackson. Oh, oh such a good song. First of all, do y'all know that the song? It takes like five minutes for the song. For the couple. Yeah. The longest intro ever. Jesus Christ. So when, he played it, so when he played it, I said, well, we're not going to get to hear none of the words. Right. <laughs> right. And them niggas was playing the whole songs too last night. I'm like, yo, what happened to uh, 30, 60 seconds? Like, these niggas playing the chorus, the hook. First verse, hook. And they played the whole they played one whole song last night. Uncle Uncle Face came prepared though. He had his song set up where it would go from the verse to the bridge to the most important yeah. part. He had yeah. it set up right. Yeah. He was prepared. A lot of people didn't notice that. A lot of people didn't I notice noticed that. that. I was yeah. like, oh, okay. Yeah. Like for yeah. instance, when he threw out uh I'll make love to you, right? They played the first word, the first verse, and then he went into the Tonight, the yeah. YA part, everybody was like, "Yes!" Yeah. Yep, yep. That's the best part. That's, That's the best part. part. Um, we talked about he threw the jab at the "I Get So Lonely" remix. Yeah. Can't play <laughs> remixes aren't allowed on verses. You should have left that one off, man. You should have left that off the table. Yeah. How many songs he could? He could. He. I'm surprised he didn't play "Remember the Time." Like, like that. That's crazy. So let's fast forward a little bit. We can come back. But what ended up happening, there were more technical difficulties. Actually, I want to talk about I want to talk about um, Instagram in, for a second, right? Yeah. So I'm not trying to talk shit because who knows? We may do a deal with Instagram one day, right? When we do. When we do, right? Right. But they've been doing verses for some time now, right? And it definitely started off very um, elementary, very simple, right? Just them playing the music back and forth on the live for our done. But we now have 500,000 people coming to Instagram. Well, 4 million people, but 500,000 people getting into a room to watch two legends, um, like, you know, battle it out with each other. And... Instagram, y'all not having meetings about this? Right. It's not like y'all got anything else to do right now. We quarantined. Right. So I, my whole thing is, how can they figure it out so they're not having these issues? So, so I'm not trying to defend them, but I think this is what's happening. Like, that first night, the, uh, I think it got to like half a million, 400,000 or something like that, whatever. They was almost, they was at 500. Right. So this one... I don't think they were anticipating that many people. Like it, but they, they should have. 
because the first night it was 500, but they said it was like that was like the equivalent of two million people trying to get on or getting on and off. Last night, since it worked, they said it was like four million people. Right. And that's how they broke that job. But yeah, I think, hey, Mark, man, get into you know the system and fix this because. Like they using your they using your platform because you got the whole world. This is the best time. Like everybody's home watching this shit. Like, yeah, dog, it should have. If he would have played, remember the remember the time with against with a winning against whatever Babyface last song, that would have been a crazy ass way to end. Oh. Yeah, I, I had both phones. One phone was looking at Babyface. The other phone was looking at Teddy Riley. Like, I'm, it was, you know what I'm saying? Because basically, what happened was. That, first of all, they were supposed to be let them keep going on for a, like past an hour, like they do D Nice. Like D Nice can play for hours and hours, and it's not cut off after an hour, right? And they were supposed to have it set up where it was supposed to be that way. Somehow it fell through the cracks. So after the hour, after the second time it was an a, a hour, when Teddy tried to live Babyface back in, it wouldn't let him in because. Everybody was going to the room at one time, but so wouldn't right. let them do do the live. So that night ended up with them kind of doing separate songs. Um, yeah. I'll tell you what songs they did where they weren't in the room together. So Babyface did "Dial My Heart" by the Boys. Does anybody remember who the Boys were? Yeah, I, I remember the Boys. We, I guess, some people might not too young for that, but I remember the Boys. They had that one video where they like did other videos within that video. Like it was really dope. I can't remember yeah. the. I forget the other song, but the, I remember "Die My Heart." Um, yeah. then he pulled out another sad love song by Tony Braxton. Actually, y'all, he did "In the Road," "End of the Road" by himself. He Teddy wasn't in the room for "End of the Road." Nope. nope. And again, I was mad too. I was mad he played that while he. Because for real, that's a knockout punch. "End of the Road" yeah. is a knockout punch. Yeah. It's, it's timeless. It's timeless. It, it broke records. I mean, like we said, we was waiting for the video to come on the box forever. Yeah. Um, it was just, a, it was an amazing song. Uh, another song they weren't in the room together for was uh, Teddy played Blood on the Dance Floor by Michael Jackson. Not a song that a lot of people know, but production-wise, it's a very good song. It's a really good song, yeah. <laughs> I like that MJ song. I think how, that was like a lot of history. How Deep Is Your Love by Keith Sweat. Um, he also played Dangerous, and he played No Diggity by himself. So, and when he played No Diggity, Dr. Dre FaceTimed him. They have Dr. Dre on FaceTime. Oh, shit. Dre definitely FaceTimed him. Like, yo, what's Dre up, nigga? Oh. See, he just played all those earlier. Like, you can't, like, it's supposed to be 20 hits. Play your best, your biggest hits, man, because Dre was not playing. <laughs> he was no, he wasn't playing. He was not playing. Um, no, he wasn't. So Babyface played into the role, and then Babyface ended with Count On Me by Whitney Houston and CC Winans. Okay, another Then he played you, When You Believe. With Mariah Carey. And, I was about to cry. I was like, oh, shit. What the and, and then he set, he set that one up, too. He was like, yeah. you know, we're going through a really rough time right now. This is definitely something that we need to be talking about, blah, blah, blah. And yeah. I was like, damn, man. I was like, Babyface is a genius, man. Yeah. He really is. He really, really is. Oh, and then he, remember when he said, uh, 
oh, uh, I'm going to play one of my white songs. Everybody. Oh, yeah, that. yeah, yeah. He definitely did. <laughs> Which I one? I think it was an Eric Clapton song. Eric Clapton changed the world. Yeah. What? He wrote that? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a knockout joint right there. Eric Clapton, that nigga is major. Like, were you writing Eric Clapton, who's a legend within himself? Exactly. When Babyface wrote that song, it was, it was pretty. Let's not even get into the fact that he didn't even get into the Wait Until Excel soundtrack. He didn't right. touch no Whitney. He didn't play that John B. song, who I thought was him the entire fucking time. He didn't even play that song. He definitely didn't play They Don't Know. Um, and Someone to love. He didn't no, play that. Someone to love. He didn't. Well, you know he was on Someone to Love, but he didn't. But it was John B. in Babyface. Yeah. Um, he he write, I think, but Babyface wrote that song. I think he did. He definitely did. Yeah. Um, if I'm not mistaken, John B. dated Babyface's wife at the time, sister. That's how he was introduced to. Oh. Him. So, um, yeah, crazy. Crazy, yeah, crazy. they both didn't play a lot of hits. I, I mean, they play hits, but they ain't play a lot uh, of knockout songs. The song, the Shoop song, uh, Whitney Houston. Yeah, that's what that he does. A, that was another song that did crazy numbers. Shoop was number one on the box for a long time, too. I, I think Babyface is the king of original soundtrack music. Like, yeah. What other songs was on, this, um, was on the Boomerang soundtrack? Love Should Have Bought You Home Last Night. Oh, it, it was, I think a Keith Washington song was on there, too. Oh, no, There no. You Go by, uh... That one. But uh, by Johnny Gill. There You Go, that's my shit. Yeah, that yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I remember that. Oh, he didn't play his song, Give You My Heart. Nope. He didn't play that. Mm-mm. Oh, you know what he did play? The wedding song anthem? Every time I close my eyes with Mariah Carey and yeah. Kenny G. How you get yeah. Kenny G yeah. and Mariah Carey on the same song? On the same track. Fucking same song. That's crazy. Oh, you're right. Keith Washington, Tonight is Right. Tonight is Oh. Mm-hmm. 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 <sighs> Damn. They left some, they left some. But Teddy lost, Teddy definitely lost. Like it's songs that it was a tie, but that deep song he lost completely. The blood on the dance floor, I forgot what that went up against, but he definitely lost with that John. Yeah, he, he, lost, he definitely lost with deep. Um, going against Red Light Special. Oh no, no, my my my, he did. My my my, what is my my my? Come on now, everybody know the words of my my my. Put on the red dress. <laughs> If he would have put Don't Leave Me from Black Black Street from their second album against that, he would have won that round. That was a huge against against my my my. Yes, that song was huge. No, my 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 that might would have been a tie. No, no, my no, my 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 is like that shit damn international. I I mean this is international. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you. So he ended up playing um Remember the Time at the very end, um, Teddy Riley, and he played the piano, and he talked about the song and all the other stuff like that. I mean, I feel like there is no winner. No, no, no. No, it ain't, it ain't like Manny Fresh and Scott Storch. Like, we know Scott Storch smashed Manny Fresh. Like, we know <laughs> he shouldn't have. And, and, and Lil John smashed T-Pain. 
So you think so? Yeah, 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 yeah. But yo, Lil John music is fucking and his reign. People don't pay attention to Lil John reign. Like he, he, he not Manny Fresh was just he just did that down south shit. Lil John touched a lot of. He touched a lot of music, man. He did. He did. He really did. I give it to Babyface. I, I give it to Babyface for, for a couple reasons. He left a lot off the table, and he was prepared. <laughs> he was ready to go. He had a story. Like, it was just, it was just, like, Teddy Ryan was just too much going on. Like, to really, yeah. Babyface, 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 it felt like Babyface was a preacher. Getting ready for a sermon the next day. He like they played thirteen songs. He had a story for he, but he had a story for Teddy Riley's song. Like he had a story for everything. Like this nigga man. Say uh, less. So rewind to the memes real quick. I saw a meme that said, "Baby's face is the wedding. Teddy Riley was the reception." Is the reception? Yeah. And I agree with that. That's a good one, though. That's a good one. That's a good one. That's a good one. I agree with that. I can can see that being the case for sure. So here's my question to y'all. Like, I personally don't think that there's a winner. I feel that both think that there are living legends. And like Ludacris had the best comment to me. He said, these niggas are endangered species and we need to protect them at all costs. (laughs) So true. So fucking true, man. So true. We don't have that no more. Well, we don't got true love music like that anymore. Like they even making love music like, you know, trap, trap love music and shit. Like we don't have it anymore. Yeah, I'm cool too. Like all our R and B people is gone. Like I love Chris Brown, but he too popish now. Usher, I love him too, but he too pop. But that's where the money at. You gotta cross. You gotta cross over. If you don't cross over. I mean, your longevity time, unless you puffy or a Dr. Dre or Pharrell, but I mean, I have to, I, I agree with that. Um, I think the the R and B artists, like if you want to say like the real roots R and B artists, like her, uh, Daniel Caesar, Leon Bridges, they're still around. They're just not at the forefront of popular music at the moment. Right, right. And I, I think it's like the. Uh, I think it has a lot to do with marketing. Mike, and you got you got a lot of comedians that's funny to Kevin Hart, but who can you market? Them or Kevin? Right. You're gonna pick Kevin. Like I love Snow uh, Allegra, but she's I mean, dope. The the why she ain't top something? Her, she she her music is great. The, the words in her songs is nobody hear the shit. Like, she, I don't know why she's not marketable because she's also beautiful. Gorgeous. And that's another thing. What? what, 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 what well, Lauren, she's not, she not twerking, though. Right. That's what it she is. She's twerking. She's not twerking. Ari Lennox. She know. She kind of fucking weird. But <laughs> she she can sing her ass off. But I thought it was just a, the way I, I look at her I love, you, I love you, Slack, but it's Ari Lennox. <laughs> what did I say? What the fuck did I say? Lennox. Lennox. I thought I saw a hyphen in there. <laughs> but she is definitely weird as shit. She yeah. weird as fuck, yo. Like, I'm like, is this girl like... So that's how I felt about Summer Walker. I personally am a huge Summer Walker fan. I like her. Um, but I don't need to see her, if that makes sense. No, I feel So it. 
once I started following her on Instagram, it it completely messed me up because it didn't match up to what I was listening to. So I had to unfollow her. No disrespect. I think that's okay. <laughs> like we weren't following our, our our favorite artists in the '90s. Like it was kind of like the it was kind of like a um almost like the Wizard of Oz. Like you just saw what was in front of the curtain. You didn't want to see what was going on behind the curtain. Right. Right. I don't think we needed to. Like we don't like. Oh, someone's so about to you know fucking go to the store. We're like, uh, when is their next album coming out? I don't give a fuck. Like. Like, I don't need to know what they're doing every day. I think that I think that has a lot to do with it too. Like people like who like their personality, and I think they want to like some weird way be friends with them through like social yeah. media. But like I these people, know that. we were just like, yo, these motherfuckers are geniuses. Yeah. My, my question was going to be to y'all: Do you feel like Babyface and Teddy Riley could survive right now in yeah. the musical environment that we're in? No, no, I don't. Well, you go first, Slap. Why do you think no? Uh, I say no because of the, the era that we're in right now. Like, the, the, the young kids, they their um, attention span well, is not like how ours was. Like, they, they, they need quick shit. They need quick, catchy shit. They're not trying to act, actually listen. Like, we hear dope beat. Oh, we love the beat. And then we're hearing them say a little something in the rap, like, nigga, trap, hit it with the trap, with that. But uh, an entire song that means something, our gen this generation, they ain't buying that shit. Now, uh, now our generation, I mean, they they would, but how, like you said, how much would they survive? Teddy, fuck, Babyface didn't get a million followers on social media till last night. And that was on the, on the second when, um, when they had to start over. Cause I saw I'm like, this thing like, was it 60? But our, but our moms and shit ain't on Instagram and, and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Right, right. So true, That's, why, that is true. So Jay, why do you say yes? I say yes, I say for sure Babyface, more so than Teddy, because mm -hmm. if you're a songwriter, you could write for anybody. So he he could write for a country artist, he could write for a pop artist, he could write for uh, like a band, like he could, he wrote for Eric Pop, like, He'll find a way to. He's still he's still making songs for artists like to this day. Teddy Roddy not so much because his his sound was such a moment in time that it kind of it, it, we're not really we're not there again. We're not at the new Jack era. I think that was more so a generational thing. But Babyface, his songwriting skills it surpasses genres and generations. So I think he could. I think with the because like if you think like an artist like Adele and like. Uh, even fucking uh, the Redhead Bull. Um, like, they're not the most, people may say that they're not the most attractive people, but they have timeless songs. Because if you could write a song, you're going to last forever. If you're, if you're, I always tell singers this, like, if you're a singer, but you can't write songs. Yeah. That's why Neo's still fake relevant, because he, Neo's still writing songs. He's still writing. You know what I mean? That's why he's still relevant. Like he, he ain't put out a good album since Year of the Gentleman. If you ask me, I, I mean, I don't know. You're, no, you're exactly correct. <laughs> like after that shit, it was 2008. That was more than ten years ago. But you can still write a song and give it to somebody else, and he don't need to. He don't need to be in the forefront. So I think Babyface for sure. Like he's gonna, he's gonna be like, like he's gonna be writing songs to the to the day he dies. Yeah. Absolutely. So um, 
everyone wants to know who the next versus is going to be. Um, there was some talk about it last night when the recap with Swizz and Timbaland. Um, who do you got, Slap? Who do you want to see next? Well, who I want to see, I know is not going to happen. I want to see Yay and Pharrell. That's what I said. I know, that, I know that's not going to happen. So I think they trying to get Diddy and um, Dr. Dre. I don't know how. I don't know how bad I want to see that. I don't think nobody gonna be Diddy though. Like Diddy catalog is stupid. Like maybe Diddy should have went against. No, he'd have smoked Teddy Riley. But yeah, I, no. I, I don't see nobody. I don't see nobody like actually giving her work. Dr. Dre would for like eight songs, but Diddy should go all the way back to Bougie Bond. Like I, I don't know, man. So what about you? I would love to see Kanye and Pharrell. That's the one they work with everybody, and that's, they work and that's with everybody. That's what I told Lauren last time. I said, I said I definitely want to see Ye and and, and Pharrell because, like you said, slap they 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 cross genres. They they've written for the biggest stars at their peak. Um, I wouldn't mind seeing Diddy and Jermaine Dupri. I think Jermaine Dupri. Oh yeah, yeah. He gonna smoke Jermaine Dupri, but that'll be a great that'll be a great battle though. I that'll feel be like a great battle. JD because like JD wasn't. He he wasn't like the that dude like when he was when he was hot bad boy was hot you know uh, yeah that's so so death era bad boy era a little bit but he I mean there's a reason why every every album that he executive produced went platinum like every single like not too many producers can say that you know true so I but I want to see someone against Missy Missy against somebody I was, I yo you took the words out my mouth I need to see some women on verses. Yeah. We haven't so seen who, any women yet. Who would you I don't see know a lot of women producers besides Misty and um um damn, I don't know no other female producer. We say we say Candy. Candy's a songwriter. That's how Candy is still relevant. Candy right. has oh, written yeah. a lot of songs. Yeah. Right. But like enough to like I don't know what her catalog is. Like I don't think it's enough like Misty no. guy. Put Puffy against Misty. Okay. Okay. Put Puffy against Misty. Don't okay. put him against Dr. Dre. Put Dr. Dre against Jermaine Dupree. Put Puffy against Misty. Okay. That okay. shit right there? I'm mad at that. You, yo, Slap, you could have said uh, Misty against JD, too. That would have been dope, too. Well, that would have been dope. That would have been dope. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. And they work as well. We need to write on their page. We need to, we need to write the Swiss and Timberland let them know. No Dr. Dre and Diddy, Missy and Diddy, or Missy and Jermaine Dupree. Missy gonna smoke Jermaine Dupree, though. Missy got hits, man. Oh, I can't stand the rain. And other than people that she wrote for, like, um, Aaliyah. Yes, yeah, That's a good, I'm okay with that. So, um, what about, wait, what about before, we only got a couple more minutes again, but uh, someone outside of the, because I know they did a versus uh, with Bobby, uh, Benny Blanco and and Ryan Tedder, and they're like, they're like pop pop artists and um, producers and writers. So who yeah. outside of like R&B and hip hop would you want to see like in a versus that you think would Outside be of R&B? And hip hop, yeah. I want to see Kurt Franklin against Marvin Sack. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> gospel verses? I'm not yeah. mad at that. Yeah. Yeah. 
Ain't nobody being Kurt though. Ain't nobody being Kurt. That's not that's not a bad one. That is that's not a bad one. one. Don't care from well, Marvin Sapp got some hits though. Marvin Sapp got that's not a bad one. Producer wise, that's not a bad one. I like okay. that. Yeah, I like that too. I'm gonna see if we can put that uh, out there. I mean, I would love to see Elton John go up against someone. Stevie Wonder. Ooh. Elton and Steven in the 70s, was the 70s. That's nuts. That's the one. Elton versus Stevie. Yo. Can you imagine what Elton John went to the page, when right? He, when he played <laughs> Benny and the Jets with that one tune, dude, you already know what's going down. You already know what's going to happen. Oh. With those four albums in the 70s, like that was like shooting from half court and swishing. Like, that's a good John. That's a good John. That's a good John. So, I think we just, I think we just cracked the code. Elton John, Stevie Wonder. That's the one. Yo, someone said that would break the internet like a mother. Listen, people would pay to see that. People would pay. They would pay to see that. They would charge for that shit. They would charge for that shit. So I probably would pay. I would pay. I'm, I mean, I would I, pay. I think I would too. I ain't paying over ten dollars, but I'm. I'll pay. I'll pay five. Yeah. So I mean, give him. I give him ten. I give him ten, but that's it, nigga. Like I. <clears throat> we only got two minutes left, but um, real quick, they said to, so. Today is the four-year anniversary of Prince passing away, and they said, "What if Prince and MJ were still alive? MJ versus Prince." Shit. No, I'm Michael, gonna Michael, gonna, Michael gonna beat him though. Michael, Michael, gonna, Michael, Michael, gonna, Michael gonna yeah, Michael gonna beat. Prince got hit. Yeah. MJ shit is like it's just it's timeless. Like he could have played um the, the Earth song. But, but, don't, but don't forget. <laughs> <laughs> but don't forget. What about Abraham? What about us? Other people too. Huh? Prince wrote for other people too, and those so songs. True. Were and he so produced. True. So, All right, guys. Hold on, listen, listen, wait. Before we go, hold on, hold on. Before we go, real quick. If my nigga wasn't locked up, oh, I knew you was going to smash everybody. We gotta if go. He wasn't locked up. It's time to go. Jay, if he Jay, am I lying, Jay? Jay, I plead the fifth. Come on, Jay, keep it 100, man. I plead the fifth. I can't, I can't say what I really want to say. <laughs> yes, you can. Yes, you can. Come on. Nah, I'll plead the fifth on that one. I'll text you. I can't. <laughs> we'll text in the group text after this about that one. All right, everybody, it is a wrap. <laughs> this was a wonderful show. We got to thank our boy, Slap. Yeah. yeah. Coming through. The LR Thanks for Rose, having me. The quarantine edition, you guys know. You know it's all water ice love around here. So um right. uncensored is still up and popping, correct? Yeah, we still up and popping. We 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 shooting show this this week. So you know. So everybody make sure you guys are still checking out the uncensored podcast on Water Ice Radio on all platforms. Right. Uh, and we also have a video footage as well as gonna be up on YouTube. So make sure you guys are checking it out. Jay, you was gonna say something? Uh really quick, slap, where can they follow you on Instagram and like social media? Oh, you follow me on Instagram, Slap Rock the King. You follow me on Facebook under my government name, which I will not tell you at this time. 
I'm on Twitter at Slap Rock the King too. So <laughs> no, follow me on Facebook, Jonathan Sewer. Um, um real quick, I'll, I'll, one one thing that you're looking forward to doing once uh we're allowed back outside as far as like what you have going on um this year. Um I'm 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 working on right now, right? I'm working on I'm I'm right I'm trying to put some content together for a Netflix series. And it's gonna be about my job. Except please do that. I, I got a crazy story about all these motherfuckers and I'm probably gonna get fired, but I'm gonna get rich in the same time. So no. I did, I just need a couple speaking roles in the part. Oh you know hey, I mean? listen, listen, man, look, man, look. No, you ain't got to worry about that, bro. When I get, like, my first two um, episodes done, I'm going to let y'all read. I'm going to have a big reading and stuff. So. Yo, okay. that, is, that is genius, yo. You it's should. like The Office, but for SEPTA, that's... It's, yeah, it's, it's that a workplace comedy. I'm, I'm there. Yes. I'm here. Yes, yes. That's, that's genius. That's also, another, so, I mean, so, when are you going to you put your... Get your 15 minutes for your stand-up, man? <laughs> I I I work I'm working on that too, man. I, I'm I'm working on that too. Look, doing this Corona shit, I'm trying. I've been telling people be productive. When I come home, I try to write at least four hours a day. Well, if I don't write, I'm writing down ideas. So when I go to writing, everything I'm thinking about, I'm, I'm writing down. Like people are like, oh man, we gotta stay in the house. When I get out the house, I want to have a check coming, prepared Not from job from somewhere else. So be productive, y'all. Yeah. When we're let out, it has to be go time because we catching up at this point. All the stuff that we couldn't do for these last two and a half, three months, we gotta yeah. we gotta push it. So yeah. I'm gonna come out like ready to go or you're gonna be behind. That's just how it's gonna be when everybody when it's all said and done. You either be gonna be on point or you're gonna be left no. you're two months behind if you're not ready to go. So, so. it's true. I feel you. I'm looking forward to that pilot. That's gonna be everything. For real. That's 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 genius right there. Um so I'm off lit too. I'm off lit. I had my first edible last night on 420. What was that? So Slab gave up we sex and alcohol for Lent. And masturbation. And masturbation. All for, all forms of sex. Wow. I gave all that shit up. And he survived. Well, now at least you can masturbate. You may not be able to have nobody over, but you can at least do that part. How do you? How do you feel right. Right. Could you tell? Could you tell there was a, like a difference when you gave up all that stuff? Yeah, I, I I could tell a difference. Uh, mentally, like, okay, if you used to having sex a lot, you gonna want it. That's why a lot of niggas, you know, cheat because you, you want. That's like a vampire. A vampire get a taste of blood. He gonna always want it. Right. Once you wean yourself off of it, you don't really. And I ain't saying I ain't gonna never wanna fuck again, but I'm like, you know, when I get bored, I probably do something productive instead of calling a little, you know, forty dollar chick over. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you are a fool, you know? You are a fool. Oh man. Yo, yeah. thanks for coming on the show and stay safe out there, yo. Um, yeah. we appreciate you, essential worker. Yes, we do. Yes. Listen, yes, everybody. I appreciate that. Me and Jay will be back for another episode of the Learn Be Live show, the quarantine edition, with another special guest and another special topic. We're going to be talking movies. We're going to be talking Netflix series. I can't, wait for, the I can't wait for that one, too. Hmm. Um, 
make sure you guys are staying up to date on your movies and your, your TV series because we're going to be talking about Please. it. Please. And we're going to be um, talking. I'm going to be on. I'm going to be watching. I'm going to be watching. Word. And we're going to have some other goodies for you. We're going to have some people, some entrepreneurs coming on to talk about some tips of things you can still be doing while you're in quarantine, like right. saving money and um, writing, writing your screenplay. Writing your screenplay. All of you should be having, I'm going to give you a hint of someone who may be coming on. Um, all of you should still be having insurance at this time, particularly life insurance. And our guests will be talking to you about why that is important for you and your family. The black community, as we know, um, black and brown community, as you know, has been affected by COVID the most, right? Mm. And a lot of us, we know that we're in a the situation where we can't have services or funerals, but a lot of us can't even afford to bury our family members anyway, right? So our guest is gonna be coming on to talk about why life insurance is so important, not just because she's trying to get some, some sales, but really why it's important to leaving our family without the burden of paying our bills and our kids with something, trying to, you know, longevity around here. So we got, oh, we got more than just, we're gonna talk more than nonsense. We're gonna talk some real shit too on Lauren Live, the quarantine edition. So I'm really excited. Thank you everybody. Please stay safe. Stay y'all asses in the house. House. Okay? Unless you have to go out and get food, don't go out. Slap will tell you right here, an essential worker out here risking his life every day. Stay y'all asses in the house. There's no need for y'all to be going outside. Um, but we love you. Stay safe. We wish everybody the best right now. We will be back next week with another episode of Lauren Relive, the quarantine edition. And never, ever forget, everybody, not all superheroes wear capes. Sometimes they wear headphones. Peace. <laughs>